You are listening to episode number six of the Gracefield CEO podcast. I am so excited you're joining me today. Today's episode is all about a new way of approaching meetings with your team. You're either someone who loves meetings and the connection you and your team get to experience through those meetings, or you're someone who loves to connect with your team, but can feel very drained by those meetings. Whichever side of the fence you fall on, we can all agree that we want them to be productive. So in the interest of boosting productivity on your team and in your business, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Gracefield CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Dalberry, an online business manager for creatives who are scaling their business while focusing on what matters to them. I'm so excited to bring an honest and energizing take on being a CEO while you raise your family. In case no one has told you recently, it's possible to rock at both. Every episode will include actionable steps that will encourage and empower you to build a business that supports your family and that thrives through systems, strategy, and most importantly, heart. Join me on this journey to becoming a grace-filled CEO. Now, before we get into today's episode, I want to share a resource with you that I think you're going to love. This episode is sponsored by my free resource, Manage Your Boundaries, Energy, and Time Like a CEO. I know you're a busy woman and you probably don't have time to read a 50-page ebook or watch a 20-minute video. So I have summed up this resource in an audio format, with a transcript, of course, if you prefer to read it. In addition to that, it comes with a guided diagram to walk you through where you're feeling the tension in your business and action steps to take to resolve it in a healthy way, as well as some email scripts to communicate with your clients through those points of tension or conflict. Who doesn't want that? Feeling that constant pull like you're giving too much of yourself to your clients but not sure how not to do that? Start with this resource. The link is in the show notes. All right, friends, we are a couple of weeks into the new year. At this point, I don't know about you, but I am equal parts energized and tired. (laughs) Can you be both? Absolutely. (laughs) No shame. I really feel like you probably feel the same way as me. This week that I'm recording this, I have booked a new client within the first week of the new year, which has me so, so excited and energized. I am like overjoyed with adding her to my client roster. But I also have a sick kid at home. (laughs) I have five doctor's appointments that I'll be taking my family to just this week and about a million personal things happening. Being a CEO mama is not about being on all of the time, making every meeting and being put together always. Instead, it's the balance between being present for the moments that matter and then showing up in your business as yourself even if that is 50% energized and 50% fatigued from life. By no means is this new way of doing meetings groundbreaking. I mean, sure, it will help you become more productive and it may be exactly what your team needs to streamline your meetings. But more importantly, this topic is proof that sometimes we have to do our business our own way. We make it what we need it to be for our families. We show up in ways that reflect who we are and how we can best serve in our business. Trying out this new meeting format works for one client while it may not work for another. So keep that in mind. If it doesn't work for you, move on and do what does work for you. 
When I tested this out with a client of mine, I was really encouraged because we got through 50% more in our meeting than we had on previous calls. For a while, we had been meeting for 30-minute calls on Zoom. And don't get me wrong, I love seeing her face-to-face and getting to connect with her that way. But we never got through our whole agenda, and we were both always faced with the convo of, I have more minutes, um, do you? (laughs) Or going over on time, or saying, you know, I'm sorry, I have to hop off. Can we finish these bullet points on Voxer? It left us both always feeling like we never got enough accomplished or pressed us for time. Neither of those ways propels that productive feeling. Instead, it made us less productive when we felt unproductive. Does that make sense? We were less productive because we felt unproductive. When we didn't get it all done, we were always in this state of catch-up, which wasn't good for either of us and put us in a perpetual state of stress. Have you been there before? So we tried something new. We tried having our meeting via Voxer. If you aren't familiar with Voxer, it's a free app that can be used for communication with remote teams. You can send text, photos, GIFs, but the main thing you can use it as is a walkie-talkie and talk in real time. Or you can voice message your team and they can listen when they're available. It's great for talking things through when you aren't in the same place or when you can't meet at the same time. Here are the ways that me and this client made it work for us. Now, this may seem obvious, but we had a meeting time. It was still an event on our Google Calendar. We were both invited to it. But instead of logging on to Zoom, we had this meeting time when we would log in and be available on Voxer, which is typically on our phone, but could also be on your computer. I had my Voxer app open and my computer open, ready to take some notes. In order for this to increase productivity though, we still needed to start on time and know what we were talking about. Which brings me to the next thing. Always have an agenda. Doesn't really matter how you're having a meeting, you definitely need to have an agenda. This doesn't need to go out the the window when you switch up the way that you're doing things. You still need structure in your meeting and you need to know what is going to be accomplished. In our agenda, we kept it simple. We start with checking in, seeing how we're both checking into that meeting. It's always nice to know where the other person stands. They may have just gotten off of a difficult client call or maybe they're not feeling well. It's good to know these things before we all bring our unique energy to the meeting. When you know how someone is showing up, you have an opportunity to share compassion and cheer them on or even celebrate something good. After we check in, we hit some hot topic bullet points. For us, that's usually general things that we just need updates on from each of us. Next, we get down to business and review anything team-related, then client-related, and then updates on current ongoing tasks. Lastly, we end the call with a review of our focuses for the month so that when we sign off, our goals are at top of mind. Next, in order for this method to be successful, you need to know who is leading. Every meeting needs this distinction, of course, but especially when you don't have the face-to-face cues to know who is talking when, it's always good to have a leader and a pass-off system. The leader of the meeting can open the meeting and will review each section and hand off the topic to the next person and let them respond. It kind of works like a conversation, but to keep it very structured, the meeting leader can establish when to move to the next thing in the interest of time. 
This is kind of like the game of hot potato. The goal is to get it to the next person's hands so that they can respond. Next, you're going to define what can be accomplished and what can't. When planning out your meeting agenda, this is key. What can you accomplish well in this quick meeting? Not just what you can accomplish, but what can you accomplish well? What needs to be tabled for now? There will always be a long list of things to discuss, but I encourage you to think minimally. If this meeting is going to be quick and super productive, you can't review or talk about everything. But that's also okay. You don't need to. What is the most important thing you need to address right now? Keep those items on your list and get rid of the rest or put it on another list for a longer meeting time. And lastly, just because we feel like we have to say it, (laughs) always take notes. Please take notes. Not doing this will be your Achilles heel because you won't remember what was said and you'll have to scroll back and listen to all the convos and which is a waste of your time. So make sure there's always one of you taking notes in your shared meeting agenda. You can thank me later for that. Now, there are a couple of other tips that I would recommend. If you frequent Voxer with your team or with your client, it can be helpful before you start your meeting to type and send a text marker that your meeting is about to begin. So one way Voxer can be confusing is not really knowing when you talked about what, because all it has is the little marks that say how long the message is. So having a text marker there to say weekly meeting below with the date or something like that, or if there's a specific topic of your meeting, you can put it there. And then when the meeting is over, you can do another text marker that says weekly meeting complete or marketing meeting complete. Whatever you use to start the meeting, you can use it to complete the meeting. And this will give you the ability to scroll back and re-listen to those boxers if needed, and you'll know exactly where they are. Also, if there was something that your team member or client said in the Voxer that you want to come back to, you can always star a single voice memo to come back to. You can't star the entire conversation of back and forth, but you can star one voice memo. So I would intend on using that if you want to save it for later. Now, you're probably thinking, wow, this sounds great, but is this the right meeting method for me or for my team? So let's review some pros and cons to be sure. Some pros around this meeting format are that you can be more focused with your content and your time. Another pro is that it eliminates some of that small talk that can take a lot of time in your meeting. Another pro is that it's very quick, obviously. (laughs) And then another one is that there's less visual distractions. So if your dog starts barking or if your child is you know, playing cars under your feet or you're having to assist with doing something like that, there's just less distractions that you would see on a normal Zoom call with these Voxer meetings. Now, a couple of the cons. Of course, there's no small talk. There's no team culture building. That's not really the purpose of these meetings. So if you are prioritizing small talk and that team culture building and getting to know each other and catch up with each other's lives, I would recommend going back to that Zoom meeting format. But do you need to do that every week or could you just do that once a month? There's always some different ways to look at it. Also, another con is that it's not face-to-face. You can't read people's reactions and, you know, this could be a good thing (laughs) or it could be something and a hurdle that you have to work through. So who is this method for? 
I would say that this meeting method is for anyone that is looking to cut their weekly meeting times down. This doesn't mean that you have to do all of your meetings this way. You can do your weekly meetings this way and then have one meeting a month that is longer and face-to-face. As I said, do what you need to do here. Do what is best for your team. Who is this meeting format not for? I would say it's not for people who really value that weekly face-to-face time and want to spend over 30 minutes of time building rapport face-to-face with their team. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you are someone who values that quality time with your team week after week, then this may not be a good option for you. So tell me, is this something you're going to try? This may be a new concept for some, so if you have any questions, email me. You can find me at hello at jilliandalberry.com. I would love to hear from you. All right, friends, that's it for this episode. I hope you're excited to try some new ways of being more productive in your business. If this podcast has been helpful and encouraging to you, I would love for you to leave a review. Reviews help people like us find podcasts like this and get the encouragement we need so that we can grow our businesses our way. We are in this together, friend. Talk to you soon.